0: Welcome back, everybody, to Ikyo and stuff. It's been a while. We just got back from Korea, and I also had bronchitis, so I was extremely sick for like three weeks. Was so, it really three weeks? Yeah. Well, been I, back that long, like, oh lord. <laughs> well, well, we technically been back for two weeks well let's when we when i got to korea Mm -hmm. i got sick on the like sunday Mm -hmm. so i arrived on thursday got sick on sunday and that was just like a cold but it was doable like i only really felt like shit like maybe a day and a half but then when i got on the plane back was where it got worse and i guess it turned into bronchitis Mm -hmm. And I didn't know I had bronchitis until a week later. So I was sick in Korea another week, like Thanksgiving week. And then I was still sick a week after and change. So like almost three weeks, probably more. And I still have like a bit of a cough, but it's nothing like what it was before. I couldn't even talk. So I was pretty fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) so hence why like we haven't posted anything or whatever like I haven't been able to start editing until this week and even with this week everything's been like technology wise like against me like I came in early to work on the vlog and my computer decided to take a shit and I didn't have any internet I couldn't, like, connect to anything, download, like, graphics and videos that I had saved up in my Google and things like that to keep working. So I came early for no reason. Is life at this point. (laughs) You show up
1: (laughs) early for things and shit just doesn't go right.
0: Yeah. That's just been, like, it's just been an interesting... Time since we've gotten back. Like there was awesome, and we had a great time. And then we came back, and everything was just like, "fuck it, yeah." And she's just like not going exactly how we're supposed to be dealing with. But I mean, the bright side is tomorrow we get to see Ace. That's so, true. I like. I'm.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not sure. here mentally right now, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Ne's, uh unfortunately, Doing got- Doing three people's jobs. Yeah, exactly. Within <laughs> my own job. Yeah. So, yeah, it's she, great. Yeah, she got Absolutely back. great. And she's stuck with, like, three people's jobs. So, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been great.
1: It's been <laughs> fucking great. Universal's universe was like, here's Korea, because when you come back, <laughs> you're, you're going to hate it your life.
0: Yeah, it's like when we come back. Like we got back, and it was it's everything. So there's just like there's so many changes. Yeah, it's people that aren't here anymore. There's just yeah. yeah. Anywho, <laughs> but other than that, we'll talk about our trip later. But um, I wanted to touch up on some not so fun events things, comments, etc. that has been happening the last week and weekend that's happened towards me personally and towards K-pop artists and things like that, Um, which I'm sure you guys are not, you know, might be somewhat old news, but not really because it's just gonna probably keep happening until people just learn their fucking lesson, so... But, um, we'll start with, like, I guess my own personal one, because it has to do with the same shit that happened in the weekend with K-pop artists. This weekend, I, um, had a holiday party for my husband's, uh, work thing, whatever, which I went to, still semi-sick, but better than what I was. So I went over there to support and, you know, show face and whatnot. And he had some new coworkers that I guess he's kind of cool with or whatever. Um, but I guess things didn't go well in conversation with us, at least for a while. Like, everything was going fine until uh, they decided to start asking me about my ethnicity, um, which is fine. Like, I understand that it's a not a common racial mix to meet in person, I suppose. So they had questions and they wanted to know about it and make comments, whatever. So the first thing that they pretty much say was like, so what kind of Asian are you? And I tell them I'm Filipina um, with Chinese descent. And they're like, oh... Back in the island, we call all Asians Chinese. And they kind of start laughing. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's not correct, though, that they do that. And she's like, yeah, and Well, what? it was the husband and wife, right? And the wife is like, yeah, I know, but I don't think they really care. We don't care. They don't care. And I'm like, how do you know they don't care? Have you, have, you met any of Have then? you asked? Like, have you... like?" <laughs> I just don't understand where they get this notion that they say it as an endearment and that they don't care. Have you actually asked Asian Latino people if they care? Because I bet you, I will bet you money that none of you have ever asked or even no one. And if you know one, it's probably an acquaintance or someone that you met or someone that owns a restaurant or some shit. I don't fucking know. The point is that the grand majority of everybody that I've met that always says but they don't care, you've never asked. You've never asked. You've never actually had conversation with these people. And you've never even decided to even ask where they're from specifically. You just assume and call them Chino. And think it's okay. When it's, it's just not. Just call them asiáticos. There's a word for it. The um,
1: ugh, th- dumb thing about that is when people say things like, oh, yeah, but they don't care. But it's like I, people have this like bubble around them where they don't think of how it how that how they would react to somebody doing the exact same thing to them. Exactly. Because like, OK, I've, I've noticed with any Hispanic culture that they do not like being called something else. Mm hmm. They just don't. Don't call me Mexican. I'm not a Mexican. Don't call me Puerto Rican. I'm not Puerto Rican. Don't call me Dominican. I'm not Dominican. Like, I have seen so many Hispanic mm-hmm. people get but aggravated hurt, yeah. <laughs> and get butthurt about being called mm-hmm. something that they're not. So it's like, so why would you assume that the other, other person gonna isn't going to have that same reaction as you? Yeah.
0: Like, which, funny, this is one of the things that she mentioned. So she tells me, well, cause I tell her, how would you like it if people compared you to another Latino culture? And she's like, well, I don't care. People always think I'm Mexican and I don't care. I'm like, okay, let me make it deeper for you because this is how it's going. This is how it sounds. Okay. Well, you look Mexican. Oh, well, I'm not. Well, you speak Spanish, and you look like a Mexican. It's the same thing. But I'm Puerto Rican. Hmm. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I mean, in the end, it's the same. So we're just going to keep calling you Mexican, all of you, just Mexican. And you're probably going to fight about, well, our cultures are different, our accents are different, our dialect is different, our food is different. Our, like, you know, religious background or spiritualism or blah, 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 are different. Yeah, but you look the same. So we're just going to call you Mexican. Okay, (laughs) so that's where she started, like, I guess that makes sense. I guess you're right. Okay, we're getting somewhere. All right, so that conversation ended. Cool, fine, dandy. Everything's back to normal. Conversation's going great. So then her husband decides to comment. I don't really even know how this conversation began with it. I think it's just like maybe my husband said, oh, I think it was because we were just talking about South Korea because of our trip. And they were like, oh, well, those K-pop boys. You know, they look like girls. Okay. So, (laughs) things got real awkward real quick in the table when that happened. Because my husband already knows how I feel about when people use that same sentence and a negative connotation towards me. And other people that were with me that were... uh, Like, they were more, less ignorant, if you will, were kind of like, ah, that wasn't, no, <laughs> they were just like, this was not a good idea. So he says this, and I'm trying to collect myself into being able to respond back in a respectful way, only because I'm at my husband's jobs party thing. So I'm not trying to start throwing shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to, you know, (laughs) make a whole like giant scene, even though I kind of did. But I tried to not make it that big of a deal. But um, it was kind of hard because it just kind of escalated. But anyways, the funny thing is that he was looking for reassurance of his comment from my husband and from other men in the table. But the thing is that he wasn't getting it. my my husband straight up told him you're barking up the wrong tree with that and I'm gonna leave you alone now and he literally left the table because he already knew what was gonna happen and he knew I was gonna handle it and my husband was just like I'm gonna go drink and left so I pretty much tell the guy he's like well I'm not saying it in a negative way and I'm like but you are though you're not seeing your face when you say it but you have a face of disgust when you say it you're saying it as a negative tone it's a negative connotation like it's it's not in a positive light that you're saying oh they look like girls and if you were to say it in a way that wasn't homo in a homophobic rooted sentence way you would be saying oh those guys kind of sometimes look androgynous don't they then I would have been like yeah they can look androgynous. There's nothing wrong with that. And he'd, maybe he'd say you're right there isn't nothing wrong with that it's just something I'm noticing. Okay even though that shouldn't matter I don't know why you would comment on that but regardless he said that they looked like girls. So here's again a clarification if you follow me on uh social media you know I kind of already made a rant about this on my stories But I know that not everybody follows my social media. So I'm just kind of repeating things that I already said there. But there's nothing wrong with men or males or boys looking like girls. And there's nothing wrong with girls looking like boys or looking like both or looking like whatever the fuck you want to look like. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And more power to you if that's what you want to do my problem with when someone says this said person looks like said gender in a negative way especially when you're saying oh those boys look like girls okay so you're saying it as a bad thing you're saying it as if being gay or trans or something like that is strange and awkward and not normal Um, which may not be for you and for many fair, but given that your situation, that you live in America, you live in a country where it's quite common, nothing out of the norm. We were raised in the same island and we're the same age. By now, this kind of rooted thoughts and homophobia should be assessed and taken care of and not happening if you're not you know if you're actually like trying to grow to be a better person um because if it were that you were like this guy's 70 I would be like, there's no changing his mind. Mm-hmm. There's, It's already too late. Like, it's... Not even... Like, I, I, I'm a firm believer that people, no matter the age, can change their mind. But it's a lot harder mm-hmm. the older you are, right? It's less common for peop- that old of a people. But this person's my age. um, And very, you know, not traditional in how he looks or anything like that. Like, he seems like a very hip young man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... um. Pretty much what what bothered me was the negativity that came behind that. Mm-hmm. So he quickly um, was like, well, you know, they wear that makeup. They make them look like girls. They do this, 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 this. And I was like, okay, so do you say that about David Bowie? Do you say that about Prince? Do you say that about you know, 80s rock bands back then. Any of the then. rock bands from back yeah. then. Yeah, or even, like, rock bands now. Like, people now. Like, Ooh. all the rappers now, including, like, Puerto Rican rappers, like, at rappers, are starting to wear makeup and paint their nails and be very extravagant in, like, the way that they dress. And I don't see anyone saying anything about that. But,
1: and, d- in the 70s, guys were walking around with platform heels on. yeah but nobody was saying anything about no one was saying anything about them being feminine or and then there's also there's also the because i know with this i sometimes i've had to pull myself away from these conversations because i have to be like okay let me not be crazy um (laughs) because sometimes people do make comments like that but you can tell how a person is expecting the conversation to go yeah and you can tell like when somebody like you can Because, yes, a lot of people have stated, like, yeah, these K-pop boys look very feminine. They look like girls. But you can almost tell how the person is saying it, how the conversation is going to go. Yeah. And the way, I'm assuming the way he said it was, like, he clearly was expecting everybody to be like, Yeah, you're right. I don't understand why they, like, look like that. Why do they wear makeup? You know, Mm -hmm. they're expecting, he's expecting there to be, like, a bashing conversation going on. Like, oh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Type of thing. And you can tell when somebody else is just like making an observation is like, yeah, you know what? They do sometimes look like, you know, they do sometimes look like girls. Like, you know, do they wear makeup? Like, is that a thing? Like, yeah. you know, having an actual conversation, like a healthy conversation mm-hmm. with people, you can, you can tell at the beginning of the sentence almost how. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where this, is this going to be a healthy conversation or is it going to be one of those where I need to, I need to like say something?
0: Yeah. Which is like why I said, like if they, if he would have been like, oh, why do they look like that? Why mm-hmm. is that a thing? If you were, like, willing to learn. Exactly. Because I've had people, all sorts of people ask me questions when it comes to race or gender things or whatever. Um, Genuinely asking. Uh, And I don't want to lose that trust with certain people because Mm -hmm. I want them to feel comfortable to ask these questions. Because I know sometimes a lot of people, especially now, I feel like a lot of people consider it a trend to be a social justice warrior Mm -hmm. instead of actually doing the work. A lot of people like to trendily... Trendily? Is that a word? Like, in a trendy way, defend, supposedly. Mm -hmm. um, Defend a race or a gender or whatever, a religion, things like that. But then they have, like, no actual backup... To help them learn how to fight the battle, yeah, and context has gone out the window. Yeah, it just turns into uh, this is the trendy thing to do, so I'm going to fight and tell this person they're wrong. But you're not educating the person on why they're wrong, and sometimes they legit just need to know because, again, like we've had conversations before. Depending on who they are, depending on everything, the whole situation they're just sometimes not exposed to these things or they don't know or maybe they're confused or whatever. So I always try my best to not be too I don't know, aggressive. <laughs> I guess yeah. <laughs> not, like, not aggressive not, too like too uh worry like? Yeah, I just want to I want people to actually understand. So of course, this all depends on how they're coming at me for it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're attacking me, most of the time I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to deal well with it. But if you're just having conversation, and in this case, even though it wasn't in a negative way, it's still a conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep it as a conversation as long as it stays that way and no um, demeaning or 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 insults are being, head, you know, taken away like it's fine so we pretty much tell him you know about the David Bowie prints so all the 80s all these are the artists that are starting to do it now that are in western culture doing it why is that okay with them but not okay when Asians do it and why are Asians always considered con- feminine and considered a bad thing when they do it so I kind of, like, jokingly around told him maybe you're attracted to them. Which is fine. Because 80% of the time! <laughs> <laughs> because, you know what? There's a lot of straight men that will straight up be like, yo, like, Jimin or V or whatever. You know what I mean? They're like, you know, they up? <laughs> they're just like, I mean, you know what I mean? And that's totally okay. Why is it, It's not wrong for a man to say that another man is attractive women do it towards each other all the time and it's considered a norm and it is a norm it should be a norm for men to do it and it is a norm in asia for men to do it and not it be considered gay because affection men showing affection towards men or women or anything shouldn't be considered something negative negative. and I think that's something that I've how I've mentioned before like in other in another episode um it's, it's something that western culture western culture should learn from Asian culture now let me make this clear because a lot of people um like to claim this from me and I'm gonna, I'm gonna slap this down on the table right now. I am not saying that Asian culture doesn't have patriarchy and very misogynistic um, things about it. That they have their own problems, a lot of problems, uh, with how they're demeaning towards women, um, how they can have homop- homophobic tendencies. Uh, things like that. That Asian culture in a generalized form like any culture Mm -hmm. has very terrible things about it just as it has very good things about it. And I will talk good and I will talk shit about both of my cultures without choosing either side and being biased. So I'm just putting that out there because a lot of people like to think that I choose my Asian culture over my Latino culture. And this isn't the case. I'm only putting out what should be important as humans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm telling all men, whether you're Latino or Asian or white or whatever, that being affectionate is not a bad thing if you don't like being affectionate that's fine too but you shouldn't shame other people for being affectionate or being having a um a connection towards their feminine side if you will if you want to see it that way um if that's how you see it some others may not but that's just you know I'm just trying to like make you guys understand what I'm trying to say here Um, so, anyways, so this guy, (laughs) after he said all that and we brought all those things up, he was like, Yeah, I guess I never really thought of it that way. I do think that Prince kind of looked like a girl, though. And I was like, All right, but a very pretty one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, All right, man, you know, I'm just trying to make a point. I'm just because you like. Decided that one Western guy looked like a girl sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, doesn't mean that you pretty much 99% of the time never blinked an eye when Western people did it. But when Asian people do it, it's considered, you know, strange. Mm -hmm. Um, I told him, which is what I posted. But he's also probably have never, has never had a
1: conversation about Prince looking feminine. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Oh, and before I keep going, what I find really funny about when people make these kind of comments and and I'm talking about him and others and another specific guy that we're going to talk about later. um, How they say all K-pop boys look like girls. I want to really ask them and I'm going to ask them this time because I know it's going to happen again. I'm going to have someone say it and I'm legit going to, this is going to be my first question to them. I'm going to be like, Mention which K-pop groups do you know. Because you're probably not going to be able to mention any of them. Except for maybe BTS. Only because of obvious reasons. Yeah. But other than BTS. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're not going to fucking know any other group. And I'm pretty sure you're not doing research either. No. (laughs) To actually
1: back up your statements. To back up anything.
0: So you're basing it off of probably two or three images that you've seen in your whole life from K-pop. And then, of course, people repeating it. Yeah. So that's going to be my next question next time that ever happens. Because it's like, I want to know what... Images they've seen, like I'm legit. And are you looking
1: at the same person (laughs) over and over again, (laughs) just because their hair color changed and they look different?
0: And like, are you looking
1: at the same person who does
0: look a little feminine and just calling everybody feminine? Yeah, like kind of because you know, since you think they all (laughs) we all Asians look the same. Maybe he's just looking at a bunch of pictures of Jimin. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Fucking knows. But the point is, like that I um. What I, want, what I was stressing to him was, like, first of all, they don't always dress like that. Sometimes it's just the look they're doing for that one video. Sometimes it's just the look that they did for that one photo shoot. Like, Rihanna not... don't look like that all the time. No. <laughs> I don't know why they think that it's just like, no, oh, that's what they look like all the time. That's like, how walk they out look the like when they go to the grocery store. All the time.
1: Can you imagine? That would be some straight up... That is... <clears throat> That is dedication
0: <laughs> to walk out the house looking like that every single day. That's that's the thing, right? Like, it's just <laughs> I want to know what they actually really think. So but anyways, I didn't ask him that because, you know, the conversation went in a different direction. But uh, he did say, you know, I never thought of it that way blah, 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 blah. I pretty much told him, I think what you need to do and I hope that you realize is that these kinds of thoughts are embedded into you and conditioned into you um, from how you were raised or how the kind of environment that you were around growing up. And I know this because we were in a very similar one, being in the same tiny little island around the same kind of people. So I know what you were raised around. So I know where that kind of comment is coming from. So now realizing this realizing that these kind of comments and these kind of uh thoughts and behaviors are rooted from homophobia and racism and xenophobia in a lot of cases cuz I know that in this in this case like being multiracial himself you know sometimes xenophobia is the best word but Mm -hmm. um having this xenophobia that comes into play knowing that that's the root from it is the first step to realizing that it's something that you need to unlearn regrow recondition and become a better person from it sometimes those thoughts are the first thing that comes through and it's about Knowing that that's what it is. And then from that, action that you do from that is what matters. Because then that's how you start changing your thoughts. Now, I say this because I myself had very ignorant thoughts when I first left the island as well. Because I, again, was in the same kind of environment. And even though I was very liberal for you know me for for someone who was raised in that kind of country island whatever that you know what I mean um I still had a lot of growing up to do and reconditioning of the way I thought of things so and I did and I still am like no no one ever stops I feel like you're always gonna relearn and recondition and try and do better. And there's nothing wrong with changing your mind. Because that's the way it should be. If you're proven wrong and you're given the right kind of facts and if education and information. To prove that you're incorrect in the way that you're thinking. You are allowed to change your mind. You don't have to stick to it. Because it's not. That's not what makes you you. So people that have like a defense mechanism because they're wrong i can understand how that can be frustrating at first but learning how to use that and change and become better is really the what you're going to feel like really liberating so it's really frustrating because the more you know the more you grow the it can be hard In the sense of, like, wow, a lot of people around me think differently. And I have to, like, deal with that shit. I get that. Like, I get that. Because I have to be around people that think extremely different from me all the time. And have to stand my ground in what I believe in. And that's fine if you don't want to believe in it. It's your life. Do what you want. But that kind of thinking will die off slowly and eventually. And hopefully the world will be better at least in a socialistic way so that was my experience personally now I was already upset that that happened uh to me in person which mind you the wife even though she was there through the whole thing she later came to me uh by herself and she's like you know I want to say that I'm aware that I'm still very ignorant in a lot of things. And I am learning and I'm hoping to learn more. But I just got here from the island two months ago. So it's just a lot to take in. And I told her that that's fine. It It is overwhelming and it's very stressful. But in time with baby steps, you'll learn and you'll get used to it and you'll realize. And she want, she wanted to assure me that you know since i haven't been back to the island in a while and i had to go back this month actually um she wanted to assure assure me that the youth and our our younger generation is getting better with all the social media and all these articles and all these um uh, flooded gates opening mm-hmm. of information they're getting better are they perfect no but It's getting better. And that's nice to hear. I wouldn't know because I don't live there anymore. (laughs) But, you know, maybe when I go back, I'll see. Last time I went, it was uh, right after the hurricane. So socially and mentally and emotionally, the island was in a different place. Understandably so. And I was not looking or caring about that kind of stuff at Mm -hmm. the time. So, but anyways... That was my experience, personally, that I had this weekend. Um, Now, more things kept happening like that in social media and in events, um, particularly in America with uh, BTS. We already know that other members, uh, um, other K-pop groups have had, like, many issues before, and we've talked about it before as well. But in this case specifically, um, BTS went to, uh, well, let me, let me retract a little bit to explain because, uh, I even saw an episode last night of this, um, it's, it's kind of like a John Oliver, like one of those, um, late night show hosts mm-hmm. people. And this guy, he's, um, uh, he's Indian. I don't remember his name. I just learned who he was yesterday so i'll link (laughs) the episode of who this person is he's a comedian guy who has a late night show now that is like to educate people and talk about. oh i think i know hassan i think uh yeah he
1: talks about like political stuff as well yes i don't remember his name either but i believe it was on
0: netflix i think it's hassan i think so well anyways i just learned about him i don't know because i'm a terrible person and i don't know anything about like things um My husband was telling me about an episode that he did recently Mm -hmm. um, that is about uh, the Asian vote. Mm -hmm. And he was pretty much talking about how, in this case, about the voting sense. Mm -hmm. But it, um, it also applies in life, in general, in how the Asian community is often ignored and kind of like not paid attention to at all. For example, a lot of people don't even know that there's an Asian uh, presidential candidate. They don't even... What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> you see what I mean? Like, but then uh, again, I,
1: you can't go off of me because I don't really know who any of the candidates no, are. No, but the thing is point. that I
0: didn't... I. The only reason I knew was just by pure chance because mm-hmm. I also have... it Because I decided... That I'm more of the like, okay, I'm gonna wait until there's, because there's a lot of presidential candidates Mm -hmm. this year, and it was just kind of overwhelming. And I was just like, you know what? I need it to be less (laughs) for me to actually start paying attention. And then I'm not gonna do research on 20, 30 people, okay? No. (laughs) So, but one of them, by chance, because I noticed, so one of them is Latino and one of them is an Asian man. Mm -hmm. And,. The reason why a lot of people who are even into the politics don't even know about him is because they're n- all the news outlets are not giving him...
1: Of course not. No. America doesn't want a, another no. uh, friggin... what well, goddamn Like Yes! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't want another one in office! They're like, guys, guys, let's skip over these. Let's just go straight to the white people.
0: Because um, they have, like, pretty much... Uh, they have a Latino, they have a black man, they have a... Mm-hmm. Um, Was there a black woman, too, I want to say? But I think she's... I don't think people like her very much. And then... But I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know their names or anything. Um, But, yeah, there's, like, a a pretty diverse group of people running for president. I'm sure after Trump, everybody was like, nah, bro. It's our our time. (laughs) Um, Now, I haven't looked, like, into this guy's, like stats or anything like in to see if he's actually like a good candidate or not. I'm just saying that regardless of he's if he's like a good or not, he's not getting the equal amount of uh view, I guess, like exposure mm-hmm. that everyone else is getting. He's been cut off. Um uh, mic turned off on him. Um his name written and said wrong. In news outlets, even though wait, he has an English name though. He's an American name though, right? He has an American name and an Asian last name. But okay, they, that makes sense. But, but like, yeah. But the thing is that they get the American name wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was yeah, like. I was yeah. like,
1: because I'm assuming if you're here and you're running for president, like your parents probably gave you, yeah, an American name.
0: Yeah, they. <laughs> so if they're getting it wrong, point is that. Uh, I don't know what it is about everyone ignoring Asian people and just kind of like brushing them off mm-hmm. in pretty much everything. And I feel like um, they've been doing that a lot, even with BTS being as big as they are. Mm-hmm. They just kind of was just like, We're like eh, Yeah. Asian eh, yeah, yeah. So BTS came. They keep using them for clout on things. In negative and positive ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of, like, really over it. Um, they brought them over for this Jingle Bash thing, whatever it's called. It's it's by Y100, right? I think it's Jingle Ball. Jingle Ball. I keep calling it Jingle Bash because of the one in Chicago. But um, Jingle Ball. So they do the Jingle Ball. So they have the Jingle Ball and they have BTS come and they're going to be one of the artists there and whatnot along with a couple others uh like lizzo Katy perry someone else i don't remember point is those are the main three i remember mm-hmm. that were there and um BTS only got 15 minutes of a set while everyone else got like 30 you invited them had them be the main contest to meet them, because they had a contest as well, which we'll get to that. Well, they had a contest to have a fan meet them and take a picture with them. Flew them all the way from Korea, knowing that your stadium is going to be filled with army for 15 minutes. And I guess you expected that everyone would stay and support the other artists, which is fine, which they did, until Katy Perry fucked it up. So Katy Perry decided that it would be really funny to say at the concert, wow, isn't it your guys' like past your bedtime? In front of everyone. Wait, to the fans? To the fans. Because she knew that all of them were Army. Because so, for example, Lizzo mm-hmm. instead of making a joke like that about age and making fun of the fact that you know the whole like oh all BTS fans are little girls that are yeah. hormonal, <coughs> um, Lizzo was like, you know what? I want y'all to scream for me like if I was jimin. And she <laughs> knows. <laughs> she so- knows. <laughs> So everyone started screaming and clapping and going crazy and yelling for her and whatnot, because mm-hmm. even though it was a joke, it she because she knew. Yeah, but she took it and used it in the right way. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Katie instead decided to make fun of Army saying that they're all hormonal little girls by saying it's past their bedtime. The reason why that is annoying isn't because they're like, oh, well, you're just like, are you denying that they're little girls? No, we're not saying that young girls aren't fans. What we're saying is that that's not the only fucking thing (laughs) that they are. You're ignoring the diversity of the fandom. You're ignoring the diversity of a huge group of people. And I mean huge by millions of people. You're saying that they're little girls, but... Little girls do not make up millions of fans. We literally have.
1: Which I find that kind of
0: funny because Katy Perry like only makes music
1: for like preteens. Yeah. Or am I wrong? I mean, she makes. Like, the the majority of the type of music she makes is very like. Bubblegum. It's it's very bubblegum. It's very. I would listen to this like and I would listen to Katy, Katy Perry when I was in high school and I have not yet since listened to Katy Perry, except for, like, more of her adult songs. But after that, like, the rest of it's usually very
0: preteen-esque. Yeah. I only like, like, maybe one song of hers that I know that I could be like, oh, I really like this song. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, but I don't know her music like that because, like, I don't have anything against her. She's Mm -hmm. fine. No. I just don't. I just didn't. I'm not, like... Katy Perry. You know like, what I mean? Hot calling the kettle black. Yeah. <laughs> but my thing is that I even though I may not know Katy Perry like that I know that she has a diverse fandom mm-hmm. especially of the LGBTQ community as well. So it's kind of in bad taste that you're doing that knowing that there is an LGBTQ community fandom and army and Muslims and black people and Asians and, you know, (laughs) Latinos and French and and Australian and (laughs) just everything. So and of all ages, too, because nobody is making the Palisade Hyundai sold out except for army that can buy a fucking car. And guess what? Those are not little girls point is it's just ignorant kind of shit that just people are kind of tired of hearing Mm -hmm. so you know it's like can you
1: come up with some new jokes please
0: yeah like if you're gonna make a joke make the right ones you know don't you know don't mess with the whole diversity thing and all that shit so anyway that one wasn't that big of a deal i don't really care too much about that one yeah no The what oh there's more Oh, no, there's more. Because I was like, yeah, it's not that bad. No, but like, it is a little annoying. (laughs) It is annoying, but it wasn't the worst thing. I'm just like pointing out things that happened Mm -hmm. in a span of a weekend. (laughs) Like, this all happened in a weekend. Um, Yeah, in Variety, they pretty much also used them for clout. They gave them an award. Howdy doody. And they literally were just like, this is a waste of time, and left like in twenty three minutes. <laughs> they were just like, "And eh, we're gone," and they left. But I'm gonna get to the real, the real juicy fucked up stuff. So, some of you may or may not have heard of the podcast H Three. I never heard of it before because I live under a rock. But uh, I live under one too. Apparently, <laughs> we both live don't under a rock. Know who these people are. <laughs> So, the only reason I know about it is because one of my friends told me, who listened to the podcast, Mm -hmm. and uh, DKDKTV made a whole video on it. I... Let me just put that out... Put out there. I love DKDKTV. David, I respect him so much. Like, yes. Just everything that he says and everything that... The research he does, the way that he talks about things... So respectful. So correct. I love it. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I believe he was the one who did the one on cultural appropriation as well. Yes,
0: <laughs> he did. Yeah. No, I love him and every, mm-hmm. the, everything that he says. He always says it like he takes the words out of, right out of my mouth. And I totally always agree. And I'm going to link to the video because a lot of the things I'm going to say are going to sound very similar to the video that he, uh, that they both did. So I'm not like copying. I actually really do think these things but, um, so, yeah, this podcast, H3. Uh, Ethan Klein? Let me get that. Let me make sure I got that right.
1: We need to Klein. stop giving these people's names. <laughs> Ethan <laughs> Klein. The, you get, no,
0: no. You don't get <laughs> this youth, guy. Okay? The dude who's pushing 40 in H3. Um. I don't have the exact quote, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, pre- I'm gonna get it extremely close. Because this is what he said about BTS. I don't understand and I don't get BTS. It's... They look like... Pause. They look like... Pause. I just don't get it. This whole twink, gay, bullshit kind of stuff. It's just a bunch of little girls jerking off to K-pop little boys. (laughs) And, <laughs> um, more derogatory things, et cetera, et cetera. First of all, <laughs> oh, he also said, uh, oh, well, when people start like, in his own podcast, we're like, you know, like, the stuff that he said were just like, ah, like, kind of like the things you said, kind of, he's like, what? So oh, I said, so he's not, he's not the only person no. on the, Okay. Uh they were like he's like what? I said gay a couple times in a derogatory way. I've said the N word and gotten away with it. I'm untouchable. It's that motherfucker.
1: Huh? <laughs> I know this dude. Oh, this motherfucker. Oh my god. <clears throat> I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know who you're talking about okay. because he did and there was a freaking uproar and then they didn't, he didn't get shit for it. No. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you say that right now. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So that guy, um, listen, you oh, this rap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have the
1: fucking audacity. <laughs> I'm untouchable. I'd fucking kick your teeth in.
0: <sighs> listen. Listen, same this is gonna sound like so similar oh, to I G- said The N-word. Oh guess. I'm so proud of it. You get a fucking award. Ah fucking dipshit. I think what bothers me about this kind of shit, other than obvious the obvious reasons, is like they say these kind of things literally to get shock factor. You're still using them for negative clout. And I hate that shit. But regardless, it's like um like I'm so cool because I hate the cool stuff. Like, I hate what everybody loves. That kind of shit. I hate that shit. It's like... I'm awesome because, like, I can say the
1: N-word and, like, no one's going to do anything about it. (laughs) I know you're not supposed to wish ill on people, but karma is a bitch. And when you get around the wrong fucking people and they find out who you are, I'm going to say I don't hope you get away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well... Listen, you don't have to like K-pop. You don't have to like the music. You don't have to be into it. That's fine, man. Whatever. It's a preference. I don't know what K-pop... I, it's, it, it's funny when people are like, I hate said genre. I hate said inanimate object. <laughs> Why do you hate said inanimate thing? What did they... Kill your family and dishonor your daughter? I'm confused. Like, you know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. So you don't like something. That's fine. That's a preference. No one cares. You don't like it. No one gives a shit. Um, he's, like, pretty much saying that he doesn't understand the allure. He doesn't understand why it became a thing in the Western culture. These are his words. Like In legit. Western culture. In Western culture.
1: In Western yeah.
0: culture.
1: There have been many a things in Western culture <laughs> that should not have been a thing, but were. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, racism.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also, the fact that, again, we're coming back to the whole, like, the whole, like, Asian uh, segregation kind of thing mm-hmm. here. Um, We have... Latino awards and we have you know black award like black people awards, African American awards we have like award for pretty much almost every race and we have a genre for it and no one cares people were singing despacito without a problem but once girls started singing in Korean Everybody loses their goddamn minds.
1: And, like, Asians have been in Western culture for a very long time. (laughs) I mean, anime blew up. Yeah. Why is nobody confused as to why anime became such a big thing in Western culture? Yeah. I don't know. Asian food is really big in Western culture. (laughs) You can't go anywhere without seeing a Chinese restaurant.
0: Now, I wrote notes. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote notes because I I just, I had to. I just,
1: now that I know that it's this guy, like, I'm honestly at this point just like, I, just, fuck
0: you. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, you know why it's like such a... What bothers me is that I know a lot of people think that way. Because, Mm -hmm. obviously, I just had a similar fucking conversation. Mm -hmm. Maybe Obviously, it wasn't to that degree. It wasn't to that, yeah. But it was still rooted in the same pool. You know what I mean? This person just has a platform to now basically perpetuate it and multiply it. and It's funny. Let's start with the whole... um, I don't... First of all, using little girls and masturbation in the same sentence is just... It's not in good taste. No. It's not in any taste. <laughs> no. It's just wrong. Now, if you Does were saying have a daughter? I don't really know. I don't know. I don't I didn't even know how to I didn't even know his last name till I looked it up. So um first of all, let me go with that and ignore the fact that it's little girls, right? Who gives a shit who's masturbating to what, right? Let's start to that. But, regardless not saying that Little girl thing. That's just creepy. It's just creepy. It's creepy that he says that. It's weird, right? Uh, like, I love like DK DK TV. Also, was like just sentence, It's just real cringe, which is probably t- the
1: reason why everybody was like, "Ooh, uh, pedophilia." Yeah,
0: <laughs> which is funny that you're claiming it as a fetish, right? Essentially, um, funny that a white male is or at least white passing I don't know what his thing is but he, he looks white passing to me um, is claiming a fetish problem when men especially white men are constantly fetishizing on Asian women that they have their own goddamn category in Pornhub not just them obviously there's of every mm-hmm. race now But, man, don't they love Asian porn. Love it. They love it. They love washing hentai. They love, they are always head over heels over Asian girls. Mm -hmm. It's just interesting that um, a white male is going to try and shame someone, anyone, on any kind of fetish or preference when (laughs) they are literally the top of the chain when it comes to fetishizing everything fucking else so I don't need to hear that from no fucking body especially a white male telling me what to fetishize what to not fetishize not that I fetishize anything like that but it's like you know what I mean you know what I'm trying to say here and what does it matter if you don't get it clearly it's not your thing
1: it's just not your thing <laughs> if it's not your thing you usually can't understand why other people would like it because you don't
0: and that's fine if you don't if you don't like it that's fine but even if you like let's suppose you actually had a genuine con- curio- curiosity on why people care like why do people like this you would act, do actual research and ask do questions actual and, research but
1: send out a fucking questionnaire like you have a twitter i'm pretty sure <laughs> Arby's on twitter
0: just go and google Um, And the thing is that he knows enough to know that the fandom, what the fandom does, Mm -hmm. because he was commenting on how um, the fandoms like retweet, you know, fan cams Mm -hmm. or pictures of the members and things like that. So I'm like, so you have gone deep enough to see how we act, but don't look on the reason why we act that way. So why did you stop there? You know what I mean? It just seems like very selective um, type of behavior, which is very common in the white male. So, um, K-pop has a big sense of community, high-end videos, quality choreography, positive messages... You know, they have storytelling themes. Um, They are very grateful towards their fans. They show gratitude towards their fans. Um, And
1: they make fan merch up the fucking wazoo.
0: Yes, that too. (laughs) The kind of relationship that K-pop artists um, have towards their fans is something very unique. That you don't see in Western culture. Because I know got time for that over here. Because <laughs> no one cares. Because no one cares. <laughs> like, it's... I, you hear them say thanks to the fans, but that's the extent of it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get much farther than that. I don't think I started um, seeing in Western culture that kind of behavior until Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Um, She was probably one of the few that I saw that had a, that kind of relationship with their fans. Um, there's not many that have it. So that kind of relationship is good. And obviously, like, people like that because you're putting a lot of love and a lot of time and a lot of uh, dedication towards these idols, these mm-hmm. people, these artists. So it's nice that they show how grateful they are. Mm-hmm. That they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for us. And even with BTS being as big as they are, they still show that kind of gratitude towards their fans. They still have that kind of connection towards their fans. So, and the same with other groups. We've got 7 with NCT and, you know, etc, etc. So, if you looked into it, and did the correct research, you would understand why K-pop is so big and getting bigger. And it's not going to go anywhere. Because it's been around. It's been around, and it's always been a thing in Western culture. The problem is that we finally have an artist that has broken through to make it big enough to be shown on other outlets other than just... indie style (laughs) yeah like youtube or like small venues Mm -hmm. um you know bts gave flyers themselves when they first started in la Mm -hmm. without being known at all to where they are now so that's the kind of respect that should be given to them as artists I know that they're not the only artists that have done that kind mm-hmm. of shit. But a lot of people like to come up to me and tell me, oh, we don't like K-pop, mind you. People leg- legit in real life come to me telling me this. We don't like K-pop because they just like fabricate these groups by grabbing people and then just recycling music. And I'm like, where are you getting this from? What?
1: It depends on the groups and the company, but this it's is not true. 100% all K-pop.
0: <laughs> no, it's not all K-pop, and it's not incorrect for some groups and some companies. But I want to know, again, Those what... Aren't that big in Western culture, just saying mm-hmm. also... <laughs> Again, kind of the same thing. Which groups are you talking about? Which groups have you looked up? And which K-pop are
1: you talking about? Like, are you talking about, like, you know, back like 10 years ago and you never checked for it again?
0: Yeah. Or are you just saying that because you might have heard it from an incorrect news outlet that was exaggerating something or things like that? Because most of the time it's that. Because if I will bet you money, I'm going to I'm going to come back to you guys with this. I'm going to bet you money. I'm going to ask these people, where is your basis on this? Where did you learn this and where did you hear that? What group are you talking about? They're not going to answer because they don't know. And how, now, mind you, yes, okay. So, some artists are fabricated. Sure. And in the U.S., they are not? Have these artists out here,
1: <laughs> like, the persona that they're, passing off as themselves is a persona. Mm-hmm. They will, ch- like, there are documentaries about artists before mm-hmm. they became big, before they created an identity for them. Mm-hmm. And then why do you think, like, okay, I guess it is it is a little realistic for an artist to come out and for every album, yes, their personality changes a little because, you know, they've changed. Yeah. Like, I get, yeah, they've changed. But, like, how much exactly are you changing in a year? Mm -hmm. That, like, your first album and your second album are two complete opposites of the fucking spectrum. Yeah. It is a brand that they're building.
0: Yeah.
1: And also, the type of music that goes into... Do you know how many songs an artist makes and how many songs actually ends up on the album? Mm -hmm. Because it has to fit the album? Mm -hmm. Like, so much of... Like, being in production, everything is fabricated. Mm -hmm. All these these photo shoots that you think is like, or even freaking, it's Instagram. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is my everyday life. Like, you know, I'm always Mm -hmm. looking like this all the time. No, this person got ready. They picked a set. They had a photographer. They probably planned this out for weeks Mm -hmm. to take a picture of their dog playing with the toy. (laughs) Everything is fabricated. Nothing we do that is posted and marketed is authentic Mm -hmm. the clock is there for a reason the clock is gold for a reason that plant was there because it fit the aesthetic like everything is fabricated Mm -hmm. your house is fabricated what do you do when people are going to come over you make it look nice right that's not the way your house looks 24 7 Mm -hmm. it's fabricated
0: anyway point is that the basis that people, like, the reasons and things that people use to express their, like, dislike for Asian artists. Because it's not just K-pop. Because they're not going to fucking know where they're, know what kind of language they're singing. <laughs> like, they, they don't know what language they're singing. They don't I know just still can't
1: tell the difference between,
0: <laughs> between
1: Mandarin, Japanese, and
0: Korean. I'll, like,
1: sit there and tell him, and he's like,
0: what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, that's really
1: just because he's really not sitting there, like, listening <laughs> that's
0: fine if you are like you're i'm not gonna expect you to understand yeah the difference yeah. between <clears throat> the dialect difference between me a puerto rican and a colombian mm-hmm. we sound super different but you're not that's gonna like know you a
1: ghost me a spirit
0: <laughs> i always oh, think i no. that commercial <laughs> like <laughs> you, you're just not gonna mm-hmm. know unless it's an extreme. Not, it's difference.
1: Like, yeah, but and it's not something that, like, you have to personally want to pick out those yeah. differences for you to be able to pick them out. Yeah. Like, if it's not something that's on your agenda, you're like, eh, whatever. It's kind of like how, you're not being negative and, you know.
0: Same way, like, a lot mm-hmm. of Americans and a lot of, uh, you know, other people that are not uh, white or English speakers. Mm mm-hmm. um, Don't know the difference between a New Zealand accent and an Australian accent and a British accent and a Mm -hmm. Scottish accent and an Irish accent. Because I will tell you right now, a lot of people don't know the fucking difference between a Scottish accent and an Irish accent. I'm not 100%. I do. (laughs) I do, but that's, I do, but that's because I have friends mm-hmm. that were from both and I've learned mm-hmm. the difference between them. Same way I've had friends from New Zealand and Australia and I've learned the difference. But it, if it wasn't because I have friends, you know, I probably wouldn't know. There's a difference in England itself, like from the oh, north yeah. and the south <laughs> and all that stuff. So, There's a huge difference. So I totally understand that you're going to hear a language you're not going to know what it they you're going to be like, this person's Asian, and I don't know if it's Chinese, Mandarin, like, like or Chinese, Cantonese, or if it's, uh, Taiwanese, if it's, you know, because they're, you know, all those dialects are mm-hmm. different, or if Japanese to, uh, Korean, or whatever. I mean, in Korean itself, there's the Satori
1: dialect,
0: oh, yeah. and the, you know, uh, soul accent you know what i mean like they it's just how it is so the point is that i'm not like again i'm not this like i'm a trendy social justice warrior and i'm gonna call you out for talking shit no, i i want i want you to learn i want you guys to understand because we're not gonna get anywhere by just pointing fingers we and repeating this and repeating the same over and thing over again Because you can repeat all you want. A parrot repeats all they want. Doesn't mean we're communicating. So you just have to communicate and try your best. Now I understand that some people don't want to learn. This guy's a lost cause. No, fuck that the, guy. The whole
1: N-word thing happened a while <laughs> no, back and, and you're still like, you, you. we'll put you on the back burner for now, okay? Yes, like, go stub your toe on a couch. That is A that metal guy is a couch.
0: Sorry. That guy <laughs> is another story. I'm talking about, like, for example, the guy at the party. Mm-hmm. He learned, hopefully, and he will hopefully keep learning and growing from that.
1: If anything, he learned to be like, hmm, this person does like K-pop. I'm going to not say anything.
0: (laughs) Or that, at least. Which sometimes, sometimes silence is golden. So that works, too. Um, Which is better that way. Sometimes it's better if you just don't say anything at all. But sometimes I would rather you say something because I would rather you learn. Get corrected. I don't want more offspring being taught the wrong thing okay so that's just my thing I don't care what you ask it's about how you ask it and if you ask in a certain way and someone corrects you don't get mad listen just listen listen to them and actually hear what they're saying and see where that's coming from because that's really the key there And that is what helps everybody become better people. So that's pretty much my thing for this episode. Thank you for coming for my Ted talk. I'm sorry if this was repetitive, (laughs) if you follow me on social media, but I did say I was going to talk about it. I was going to go more into it. I didn't really talk into super depth about it like I did here. So, you know, you got a little extra. You have to
1: keep reminding yourself that just because you are, have gotten farther in the whole, you know, personal growth thing, that there are still other people who live in the dark ages. Maybe not the dark ages, but, like, they're in the closet, and, like, the closet's, like, you know, the doors open, like, a little, and there's, like, some light coming in, but, like, not enough, and there's, like, a lot of clothes <laughs> that, sucks, <laughs> that they're, like, hiding in, and, like, they might be stepping on shoes and like, you know, <laughs> maybe they also have goggles on. <laughs> so they can't like, you know, see properly. But like, you know, there's some light, you know, there's something coming through.
0: <laughs> I- I'm liking this, uh, <laughs> this very detailed example. <laughs>
1: And then, like, you know, the door, like, the doors open a there's little, more. but, like, there's something outside the door, and, like, you don't know what it is, but it's, like, blocking the door from, like, opening anymore. And that is, like, your
0: unwillingness to learn. <laughs> it's all about reaching out and hoping that they also pull out their hand.
1: I, you, can fi- you can stick your finger through the crack, man.
0: Someone's going to see it, okay? <laughs> Someone will see it. All I'm trying to do here is be... I'm trying to be an understanding in both sides because I've been in both sides. Mm -hmm. So I want both of them to be like, listen, don't get mad when they say you're wrong because of X, Y, Z. Mm -hmm. But also other person realize that this other person probably doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) So (laughs) they're probably like, why are you mad? I'm confused. Kind of like when you train dogs. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's kind of, I'm not saying you're a dog, but I'm just, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. So that's, that's pretty much my, my gist here. I just want people to realize where this is coming from. I hope this was helpful in educating And stuff. One step closer to being woke.
1: Just, you know, don't think you're so woke that you forget the point
0: of being woke. Woke. (laughs) So, have a good time. Help other people. And don't get sick. Because everyone's getting sick. I had bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. So. Love you guys and have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.